You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is sponsored by Clean Juice, a certified organic nutrition and wellness bar with more than 100 locations in development in 16 states. Learn more at cleanjuice.com. Welcome to episode 41 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Tia McNelly. I'm Michaela Hooper. And I'm Jess Biondo. And today we are so excited to welcome Demi Lee Nell-Peters onto the podcast. She was Miss South Africa 2017, and then just six months later won the title of Miss Universe. In the midst of all of that, she was able to receive and offer to other women incredible self-defense training through Unbreakable, which is a movement that is reaching women all over the world. She also shares in this episode a story of a horrific act of violence against her and how she made it through that miraculously. So enjoy our episode with Demi Nell Peters. Hey Demi, welcome to the podcast. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor for me to be on your show. And um, as I mentioned earlier, I haven't done a podcast in a little bit, so very excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. I was wondering if you could start by sharing with our listeners a little bit about your background and history and what happened in your life to get you on this journey with starting Unbreakable. Right. Um, I I graduated from college and I always knew that I wanted to enter Miss South Africa. And I mean, it's different in, in every country and in, in my country where I'm from, you know, it's, it's more of a role as being an ambassador for your country. It's, um, it's pretty prestigious. Um, you have a lot of young women looking up to you. I remember when I was a seven-year-old girl going to school to write a math, te- math test, I was, um, devastated that I got like 80% because I was like, no mom, Miss South Africa would get 100% for this test. And, you know, so I just, as a little girl growing up, I've always been inspired by the amazing work that former Miss South Africans have done and, you know, that they, all of them have achieved so much and done so much and been such a great representative for our country. And I always knew that you know, I, I might not necessarily want to wear the crown and the sash or have the title, but that's the kind of woman I want to be. Mm. And um, that made me enter Miss South Africa. Um, and on my first time entering, I won. And leading up to the competition, we were, uh, how many, I think 12 finalists. And um, one day the Miss South Africa organization presented a workshop to us um, with experts in the field on specifically women empowerment and self-defense and how to get away and stay away from harmful and unwanted situations and um, you know I completed the course with all 12 well with all 11 other ladies and um, a couple months later my dad was very um, on top of it with sending me to safety driving courses and that goes from anything to you know should your brakes fail or should your um, (laughs) you know you you stand next to a road what to do who to call Wow. And one of the things that they ran, ran through was, you know, what to do if you get carjacked. Um, or in South Africa, we call it hijacked. And believe it or not, three months later, um, after winning Miss South Africa, I was um, all dressed up, 
black cocktail dress, hair all curled, you know, the, the pin curls, six inch heels. Um, I drove about two blocks from my apartment at the time and to the event that I was attending. Um, I stopped at a red traffic light and before I knew it, I had five men surrounding my car with oh, guns pointed to my head and um, basically, you know, I realized it was all such a blur, but I, I realized I was being being carjacked. Mm-hmm. Um, my first instinct was to surrender, to give the car to them. I mean, it's all materialistic. It can be replaced. Sure. It's just not worth it to, you know, fight back. For, for something that's materialistic. So um, I took, completely surrendered, put up my hands, got out of the car. And when I tried running away, the guy on, on my side of the car grabbed me, pulled me back, pushed me into the car, trying to shove me over to the passenger seat. And like I just remember him like yelling, like, get in, you're going with us. And mm. um, in that moment, like I realized I was either going to be shot um, or I was going to be taken men to an unknown destination um, where I probably would never be found again. Mm-hmm. So I knew that the only option I had was to try and fight back. Um, and I did. And I, I used the skills that I was taught in these numerous, you know, women empowerment workshops that I, that I attended and that I was so grateful for. And um, I, I remember two things in that moment. The, the only two things that were clear to me was, um, don't go to the second destination um, because mm-hmm. whatever they're willing to do, do to you on a big avenue right next to a big shopping center, it's not going to get any better somewhere downtown in a neglected na- neighborhood with sure. 10 other of their friends. And um, the second thing that I remembered was that the throat is such a lethal place mm-hmm. to, to, to hit somebody. Um, I mean, it, you, you know, it's, it's really dangerous. So, Please do not ever try this on anyone um, unless your life is in a really, really threatening situation. Um, but I remember that I was taught that in the self-defense workshop and I punched the guy as hard as I could in his throat. I managed to shove him off me and pull myself wow. back up um, and get out of the car. Oh, my God. And I ran. And I just remember like running into cars. Um, the, it was it was peak hour traffic, so luckily the traffic was moving slowly. Yeah. Um, it was at a traffic light, so I, I, I guess the light must have just turned green because the cars were moving. And um, I managed to run away. But the worst part was, guys, I, I was banging on probably 30, 40 car windows. I ran past the next traffic light, which was at least 150 feet. I'm not sure. I, I go in meters and kilometers. So, yeah, yeah, um, you'll need to you'll need to do the math. Yeah. Um, but ran and that was in six inch shield, so it's not like I was very fast. But um, banging on thirty forty car windows. I mean, it was males, females, families, wow. single mothers, single fathers in the cars. Nobody would stop for me. Not one single person. Wow. And you know, people's windows were open. I was yelling, "I've been hijacked! I've been carjacked! Please help me!" And you know, I was very well groomed, very well dressed, and definitely not a not a threat to anyone. And just absolutely nobody would stop me. And that was so horrifying because I think mm. out of the whole situation, that was the saddest part out, out of all of it. And yeah. um, I eventually, after a while, a young girl, she was 19 years old, younger than me, she stopped and she helped me. And um, she let me into her car mm. and took wow. me to a safe place and helped me connect with 
my you know the people around me um family members and I was just so grateful for her it was really like she was just um my my guardian angel and completely you know irrelevant but I, I used her phone to make a phone call and the person who answered answered saying Demi and I was like well wow. what how do they know and when I went back onto my friend's phone record her number was exactly identical to my cell phone number our last wow. two digits were different how wow. crazy so anyway not that that's relevant at all but I was so grateful for her and so grateful for her being so so courageous and, you know, stepping into into that situation. And um, the next that that same evening, my hometown where my mom lives um, were burning down due to forest fires. And it just the the winds were crazy and it got completely out of hand. Um, long story short, the next morning I was we already scheduled it the day before because of the fires and um, not knowing that the hijack would happen. I, I was on a radio show to raise funds for my hometown, Nice on Stagefield in, in South Africa. And um, so many people phoned and heard about the, the carjack and so many moms reached out saying that they, you know, they, they want to have their, their um, daughters go through the same training that I was, that I was in, go through the same workshops and, you know, asking me to introduce them to um, the specialist that I had the, you know, great honor of working with. And, um, and just the whole thing just snowballed. And within three months, um, I reached over 3000 females all over South Africa, um, moms, daughters, grandkids, grandmas, um, and I, I partnered with the specialist that, you know, presented their workshops to me prior to this incident, and it, it just kind of, you know, completely um, snowballed into something that I never expected. Mm. Um, I, you know, reached so many women, and so the, the best part out of all of it was the woman that came up to me after I presented a workshop to them saying, Demi, because of your willingness to share what happened to you for the first time in my life, I can tell my mom what happened to me. Um, You know, for the first time I have the courage to step up for the first time in my life. I don't feel like this was my fault. Mm -hmm. And um, please understand me correctly. I never ever feel that a woman puts herself in a situation, in a bad situation. It's nothing that a woman does should cause any harm to her. Um, that's Hang so on, true. I lost, lost track of my points, but um, no, that's a great but, point. You know, women women so easily feel that it's because of something that they did that something mm-hmm. bad happened to them. It's because of something they said or because of something they wore that something bad happened to them, and that should never ever be the case. Amen. So um, I was just, I mean, just that, even just having one girl being be able to go and seek help, to go and see a therapist, to go and work through whatever situation she was through. Um, Even if it just helped one young girl, that already is um, very, very 
um, just valuable to me and makes all of this so worthwhile. So, and then I went on and I won this universe and I was able to take Unbreakable to different countries. We, um, I was so fortunate to be able to uh, meet with an amazing group of women in Mexico and share my experience and, um, you know, my knowledge with them. And um, same in Indonesia. Um, so all over the, the United States, we had a whole East Coast tour. Um, I was able to work with women's shelters in Las Vegas, um, wow. abuse centers. So that's just been really wonderful. And um, at the moment, Unbreakable is at a little bit of a standstill because we're working um, working at just expanding it. And, um, you know, I'm, it's Post Miss South Africa's Post Miss Universe. And I this wasn't just a once-off. It was definitely something that I've grown passionate about and something that I never even knew I would be passionate about. Yeah. So it's just, it's incredible how, I had a quote the other day, how we make the plans, but God laughs because his plans are always better that's and bigger. True. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. You know, that's, so. that's a really great point. And it makes me wonder if along the way, as you've been kind of saying yes to God, as he, as he opens doors and lays the, the path out before you, if there have been any surprising doors that have been opened. Oh, so many. I think Unbreakable has totally been a very very big one of them um i studied business management and entrepreneurship and and that was my major that i graduated with and my my goal was to empower young up-and-coming entrepreneurs especially in in rural areas um in south africa and africa and that was what i was focused on and um, it you know it completely turned a whole different way, and that definitely wasn't out of out of my you know plans that I made. Or um, so so yeah, and I and I think you know how just how God just allowed me and gave me the opportunity to use a, a platform as a beauty queen that can so e- easily um, be stereotyped for everything that it's not sure. um, to make a to make a real difference in in the lives of so many women and to help empower so many women to reach so many women and um, and I think you know that was definitely another door that was open that I never saw coming. So that's great. I think it's amazing how an open door for you is an open door for somebody else. Like with unbreakable, you opened, you stepped into something that like you said, was a surprise. And then it was an open door for so many other women to share their story and find healing. That's so true. It's incredible. So up to now, what would you say is your favorite projects that you've worked on through all these opportunities? Um, I, uh, as Ms. Universe, I was so fortunate to work with, um, with various organizations, one of them being Smile Train, um, their organization that's present in 85 countries. They, um, wow. they basically work to fix, fix kids with cleft lip and palate, um, to provide them surgeries, um, to be able to, to undergo the operations. And, um, one of my favorites, experiences were in Mexico I think we were yeah we were in Mexico City and um we I was able to sit in with one of the operations and um I was there the whole way prior to the operation during the operation post-operation and just to see you know what a big difference they made in this little eight-month-old baby's life and how she's going to be able to um develop a talking like any other kid would um, that was born without 
cleft lift and ballad. So um, it's wonderful working with them, and I'm still I'm still continuing my work with them. Um, they have actually just branched out to South Africa, which I'm really excited about. Oh, awesome. There's just something special about a home about homeland. Sure. Um, if you've if you've traveled, I'm sure you guys would resonate with that. It's Definitely. like <laughs> moving to the States whenever you hear Africa or South Africa, you just get so excited and it's like excitement you've never felt before. So that's awesome. Um, so that's, I might be a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay. okay. <laughs> Demi, did you um, know that our, our charitable partner is uh, Flourish Kenya based in, in rural Kenya? So oh, Africa wow. is very close to our hearts as well. I've been working in that area for about a decade now. Oh, that's incredible. I have been just, Kenya is, you know, on my, as home ground to me because it's, you know, it's Africa yes. and mm-hmm. I have not been to Kenya. So, oh, you better come along. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very, very on top of my list. So, awesome. um, you never know. Yeah. Maybe I'll join you next time. I would yeah. love that. Please do. <laughs> a, you know, so, um, so anti violence, anti rape training is something that we desperately need there. Um, right. So, yeah, who knows? We'll have to have a side conversation, dummy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm definitely very keen. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and something else that um, that I think that God also just really opened a door for is um, my fiance has a has a foundation that um, has different ministries, and one of the mi- ministries are working with people and um, children with special needs and mm-hmm. and um, disabilities. And um, that you know, that's something that I also love sharing with you is my, that's essentially how we met. Um, I I have a little sister or had a little sister with special needs, and. Um, Tim and I met through the foundation, through um, not me, but my my thirteen year old sister and my mm. family that were invited to tonight wow. to shine. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's also just another way that God works and bringing people together. And I really look forward to help growing that ministry. And um, that's oh, obviously gosh. something that's very close to my heart. Um, my sister passed away um, two months ago mm. um, on the fourth of May. So sorry. And we are definitely you know, so sad to lose her and to not have her with us. But once again, we just, you know, hold on to the hope that um, we will get to see her again one day yeah, and be re- reunited right. with her yeah. and um, that she's at ultimate peace and just in the best possible place that she can be in. So, mm-hmm. that's right. um, yeah, that's definitely another another way God opens doors and bring people together um, that you would just never be able to do this on your own. We are so excited to continue to be sponsored by Clean Juice. Yes, we're grateful for their confidence in Collected and in this podcast. And Clean Juice really is such a great way to grab something quick and healthy and nourishing when you're on the go. I love to order through the app because I also get rewards. Mm -hmm. Ooh, tell me about the rewards. Well, let's see. Just recently, I got a $5 reward. And in fact, when you download the app and use it for the first time, you automatically get a $5 reward the first time you order. Well, that's such a great deal. It really is. And it's super convenient. It is. So if you're on the go, which a lot of us are. Yep. And you just need to order a quick drink, pick it up as fast as you can. They are ready. It's efficient. And they amaze me. So go out and grab yourself a clean juice. Download the app. Find a clean juice near you.
it sounds like you have been on this incredible adventure of God just opening surprising doors. Has there ever been a time through it all where you've questioned the path you're on? And if so, how did you wrestle through that? Oh, 100%. And to be very honest with you, I think I'm now more than ever, I'm, I'm right now, I'm on that path. Right now, I am, you know, um, it's, I feel like I'm a college student that just got out of college, just graduated and has no idea where to go. So I've had these two incredible years studied, you know, had everything planned out. One Miss South Africa was the most amazing six months of my life. One Miss Universe, another incredible 13 months of my life. And now that I'm done with that, it's kind of like starting all over completely from scratch. Mm. And um, it's definitely made me very anxious because, you know, it's like you want to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And Mm. you have this incredible platform, but to me, it's so important to to do things the right way from the start, in, you know, instead of just jumping into anything. So that's good. Um, so yeah, I definitely very much on that on that road right now, figuring it out. Um, moved back to New York City um, after traveling for the first couple months of this year, and I'm back here. I have signed with a wonderful agency that I love working with, and they've been so so incredible. Um, and so generous to me. So um, I'm, I'm very grateful for them. And I think that was a, another another part of it, you know, just making sure that um, I always say that the, like your agents represent you. They're an extension of who you are and yeah. just really praying about who the right people were to work with and that God would just send them into my life and, and guide me. And he totally did. And, um, I'm so grateful for them and so happy to be working with them. So, that's great. um, so yeah, we'll see where the next half of this year takes wow. me. <laughs> Thank you so much for your honesty in that because you do have this huge platform and you've done so many incredible things and you continue to but I think it's so powerful for people to hear that you also go through seasons of not knowing what's next yeah yeah I I mean we all go through that yeah, that's exactly it. And, um, you know, I just, I, I mean, like I get onto Instagram and you have one pretty picture that you post and, and so many girls hold on to that. And so many girls think, oh, you have just having the most incredible life and, mm-hmm. you know, everything just falls into your lap and everything just works out. And, um, but it's, it's really not the case. It's now is when the hard work starts and, mm-hmm. um, and, and and not a lot of people see that. And I think, you know, I've been guilty of that where I've looked up to, to role models and, you know, thought that, you know, they, they're so successful. They, um, you know, look at where they are. It's so wonderful. And hoping I would one day follow in their footsteps and then realizing, you know, they've been working at this for 16 years or plus, yes. you know, so and and we we only see the little tip of the iceberg, but we don't always see everything else that goes into it. We don't see the nose, the mm-hmm. you know the the maybes that that don't realize the. Mm-hmm. Um, we we don't see those things. We don't see the um, the excitement that you know that that just dies down about a project that didn't work yeah, out or sure. a, yeah. this or a that or people that don't, don't get back to you on emails or so it's it so really true. is it, it, I mean it, it it's it's as hard for everyone um as it 
I mean, it's as hard for me as it is for anyone else. So, yep. and, and yeah, I just definitely want to be honest about that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I've definitely <laughs> heard it said, like, don't compare um, your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10 or 12 or 100%, exactly. 100%. Yeah. So, Wow. That's a, I love that quote. So, <laughs> very accurate. Yep. Very, very accurate. This whole process has made me really um, realize what patience means mm. and how to have patience. So um, I'm, I'm a very go, 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 don't stop kind of person. And when, you know, when you have to take a step back and, and wait for answers and um, wait for people to get back to you. And it really does teach you a lot of patience. And um, I must say something else that's, you know, is this year that's just, um, just in such another great God story is, and I think for the first time in my life, really, really prayed about something so hard and for so long. And, you know, I've prayed for that for things before, but it's, it's never been as intense as the specific opportunity was. And um, I had an opportunity to work with a brand um, earlier this year, and I ended up turning, not turning it down, but not accepting it purely because I wasn't 100% um, convicted that this was the right collaboration for myself and um I spoke to my agent and she was so respectful about it and she just completely you know left it she never pursued the brand she never sent out my picture my bio nothing and um I continued praying about it continued speaking to my fiance about it continued seeking counsel about it and just you know asking so many people what to do you know what do they think is the right way forward and just not getting any answers and just you know praying to God for clarity have you ever just like you know you just want to know like yes or no yeah (laughs) something um, oh yeah right just give me a sign like write it on the we have these little (laughs) like sugar um sachets in South Africa called Ulets and um at the back of them are always like these really inspirational quotes so I'm like can I just not go to a coffee shop in South Africa and get a little sugar sachet and get my answer that's so funny so, oh, man. Um, you know it's interesting sometimes God does speak through through things totally. like that I remember when I was first starting into my writing um career it was really the week I had decided to go for it. My husband and I went for sushi and they had fortune cookies. And I'm not joking. The fortune said, you will become an accomplished writer. And I was like, oh, wow. okay, Lord. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. I am very, very careful of those things though. So yes, um, for sure. Very, you know, <laughs> definitely very careful of them. But yes, I mean, yes. coincidence much. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and model of the story about a month, early, a month ago, I got a phone call and um, my agent was like, you won't believe it, but I have not had one word of communication with this brand, um, you know, regarding you and they phoned the agency and of all the girls in the agency, they picked two girls they want to meet and guess who's one of them. So, you know, it was, um, I just completely left it in the Lord's hands and just completely, I just, I just left it, ignored it. And, um, you know, it's, it's so, it was so amazing to, 
really for the first time in my life, see how God just comes through for you. And if you mm. really trust him and really believe in him, how he, he's going to come through and he's going to, he's going to show you and he's going to show you what's right for you. Mm. And, and not just what's right for you, but, um, what's on his, his plan yeah. for your life. That's so, so good. Yeah. That's been incredible. So, so many life lessons the past couple of months. Mm. And, um, you know, that would also not have happened if I just, took a step back and mm -hmm. and had patience with the process so yeah yeah that's great yeah <laughs> that's there's something really beautiful about not rushing the process yeah um, and th to me that story is so evident of you just like you said not not rushing being patient and allowing God to do what God can do yes um and I think something that led me or helped me and that might be valuable to your readers uh, readers, listeners, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I, in this, in this, I started um, a prayer challenge or it's more of a devotional, but it, but it teaches you, it's called the, the draw the circle and it's a 40 day prayer challenge by yeah. Mark Batterson. I don't know if it's you've heard so of, good. Mm -hmm. of the book. Circle maker, um, yeah. He is, um, he's the author of the circle maker that might be mm -hmm. more, um, yeah, more, might might know about sorry yeah, yeah we've so definitely studied the book um, read the book anyway for sure. so and it's a it's a 40 day ch prayer challenge with you know um it's basically a devotional that's been it's just it's been so helpful to read through it and go through it every day and um I've, i might have skipped a couple days but <laughs> um, definitely on this as we all do on this prayer challenge it's has helped me so much with with just having patience and just trusting the Lord, and um, it's really taught me how to how to really pray to to the Lord. And um, I think as as I grow and as I grow older, I, you know, your your relationship with God also grows, and um, it's it just evolves into how you. I think in one of your questions, um, you sent me you asked how God became. Um, can't remember how you stated it, but more real than just an idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, and yeah, I feel like this book has has really helped me so much um, with that, with the way that you know we speak to the Lord, with the way that we ask Him things. With um, yeah, that's so great. Hopefully, hopefully your listeners would, would find um, yeah some advice from it. Yeah, yes. we'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes so that they can access that. That is awesome. Thank you so much for for offering that really practical tool. That's a great yeah, resource. Of yeah, of course. <laughs> We're almost out of time, but Demi, before we go, I wondered if you could share a final word of wisdom for any of our listeners who might be in that season of waiting mm -hmm. or seeking after the Lord for something. Um, just maybe one final thought from your heart for them. Yeah, I, I wish I was kind of through the season <laughs> so that I can have a more perspective view on it and uh, maybe share a bit more with them. Um, but I think <laughs> from my side, you know, it's um, I, I feel like some days you're paddling water and other days you're just floating on a pretty big glitzy unicorn float, you know, the pretty pool, pool um, noodle thing. And... Um, and it's, there's so many ups and downs and it's hard and it's tough and you don't know the right answers and, um, you know, there's so much change going on in your life and, and just, it's okay. You know, at the end of yeah. the day, 
24 years old. Um, you're going to figure it out. It's um, just, right. you're going to figure it out. You're going to, you know, just trust the Lord. And he's totally opened up every single door, every single time that I have just thought, well, you know, I really don't know which way to go now. Um, the Lord just steps in and he takes over. And it's like, if you, if you allow him to do that, if you just hand over all your uncertainties and, um, you know, all your worries to him, um, he, he does take care of it. And I'm not saying that you should stop working or that you should stop um, being persistent and stop being goal driven and, you know, just give everything over, but really giving over that trust yeah. to the Lord, um, yeah. has helped me so much. And, um, you know what, when all else fails, just breathe, have a great pint of ice cream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and tomorrow is going to be another day. That's great. And you know, and sometimes I feel like just sleeping on things helps so much and just to really think through stuff and, and pray through stuff and, and just be calm about it. Um, That's good. It helped me so much. Yeah. Mm. Thank you it. for that. Oh, Demi, thank you so much for being on our show. We just adore you and have loved hearing your story. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you so much again for the invite. I really appreciate it. And I so wish this was in person and I not did. just over the phone. <laughs> um, Next time. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Guys, something that seemed so apparent to me in our conversation with Demi is her submission to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that she she is serious in her walk with Christ. And I just feel like it, it oozes into everything that she does and says. And um, I love hearing about, you know, you don't get those glimpses for people that are kind of in the spotlight. You don't get the glimpses of the behind the scenes everyday walk like she was talking about with the devotion that she's doing with her friends but um i noticed uh she she like almost pulled back when i mentioned a fortune cookie because we're actually very much the same in that i don't put any stake in anything that is not of the lord or that people think of in a superstitious manner Mm -hmm. you know those kinds of things are not something i normally pay attention to but the coincidence seemed like confirmation and encouragement from the Lord in that Mm -hmm. moment. And it just goes to show he can use whatever he wants. But I respected the fact that she was like, I'm careful with anything that I, that could, could open a door that is not from the Lord. So I thought that that was, that was something that I really admired. Mm -hmm. And when she was talking about, you know, seeking a yes or a no from the Lord and having to be patient in that, I recently was praying about something where I just wanted a yes or a no, like, Lord, am I on the right path? What is going on? And I was sitting by a lake, and it was a calm, like, perfect evening. And when I prayed that, I spoke that out loud, like, Lord, is this the direction you want me on? All of a sudden, this wind blew up out of nowhere. The birds are chirping in the trees. The chimes start going crazy. (laughs) And, you know, it was this moment of like, okay, God, that could be a yes or a no. That's still not an answer. <laughs> um, but I felt like he was saying to me, I am here. Yeah. The yes or the no doesn't matter right now. That's good. All you need is my presence. Yeah. And yep. that is enough. That's yeah. so good. Um, and so as she was as Demi was speaking to you know, today, I that came to mind as just another reminder of Waiting is okay, and mm-hmm. the Lord will reveal Himself in time. But even if He hasn't given you that clear direction yet, He is still with you, mm-hmm. and He is still working on our behalves. Um, and so I just wanted to share that to encourage someone. 
Yeah. That's really good. I, I love that throughout her interview, she would go back to, you know, what is, Lord, what do you want? What, what are you saying? What are you, you know, um, wanting me to do in this situation? And she said something about doing things the right way from the start. Mm. And I was like, wow, like one of the things that was so clear to me is that she seeks the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if we want, I mean, that's a great way to do something mm-hmm. like from the start to do it right seek is to first. seek the Lord. Yeah. And um, so that, I mean, that just really encouraged me and challenged me just in the different things that I'm navigating to, to be like, okay, am I starting with that? Mm-hmm. Like, am I seeking him first? And like you said, Jess, you know, there wasn't a, a lightning bolt, yes or no, you know, in that moment, right. but it was him saying, I'm here. And I just, I think acknowledging his presence, I mean, that is one way doing it right from the start. And that just really like mm-hmm. that, the, I felt like the Lord highlighted that mm-hmm. to me awesome. in this interview. So very cool. Yeah. Well, guys, we really hope you enjoyed our interview with Miss Universe, <laughs> Demi Nell Peters. Oh. Um, what a delightful woman. Make sure that you share this episode. Make sure you rate, review. We'd love to hear from you at hello at collectedworkshops.com if there's anything you want to share, any questions you have, or anything that we can pray for you about. So be in touch. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. Find the Collected Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Collected Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at The Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. Support for the Collected podcast is provided by Clean Juice. Learn more at cleanjuice.com and be sure to check out their lifestyle arm at wellhappyandkind.com. Podcast recorded by Jacob Early, music by Asaf Alon.